0: So this afternoon we're going to start our weekly uh, Brahma Vihara sittings, and I want to say a few words today to set the stage of um, what we're doing with this practice and um, how we do it. So the word Brahma Vihara, most of you know that it means uh, divine abode or divine home, heavenly home. And it's uh, four qualities of heart that we develop um, that feel like heaven. That's why they're called heavenly homes. They're very beautiful qualities of the heart. Um, These four qualities are loving-kindness, or metta, um, compassion, or karuna in Pali, um, mudita, which is appreciative joy, and equanimity. I think of these as the four flavors of love. That's what I call them sometimes. They're, they're all about the heart and its um, relational quality with others and with life. So metta is this basic friendliness that we establish, a friendliness and a kindness of heart. And then Compassion is when we take that friendliness of heart and we turn it towards suffering, which is part of life. And so we learn with compassion this how to care without being overwhelmed, basically, how to connect and care with suffering. And then mudita is when we turn this uh, kind heart towards joy and success and... um, So the the good things that are happening in other people's lives. And we appreciate it. We appreciate um, success and happiness and beauty and all. And then equanimity. So these first three are very, they warm the heart. And then equanimity, the last one, um, cools the heart just a little bit. It it brings in this balance of... um, Understanding that we wish people well, and we connect with people's joy, we connect with their sorrow, and we understand that we can't um, control their lives. We can't fix them. We can't—you—you—you you, you could say we can't take their karma for them. Um, and so, it's—it's it's a balanced heart that's able to stay open and caring with all of these vicissitudes of life without getting um, bent out of shape, you could say. So it's a great balancer. And this equanimity has to be actually in the other three in order for them to be fully developed. All four of these are uh, called purification practices. So we we have... um, Specific practices, phrases sometimes that we use, our imaging that we use in order to call forth this quality and and nourish it. We want to find the quality natural. You guys don't have to make it happen, but we find what sparks it in our heart. Like what sparks that feeling of friendliness, and then we find we kind. Of, it's like an ember that you blow on. If you've ever gone camping, you're like you blow on the ember so that it it um grows and gets stronger. Um, So that's what we'll do with each one of these qualities. But it's called a purification practice because you don't always get the quality that you're um, attempting to cultivate. Sometimes you get all kinds of um, imposters or um, even the opposite can come up. What happens is when we're developing this quality, we find the places in our heart that are blocked to it. We come up against the blocks, and that's the purification part. So I say that when we do the practice, if you're not gushing with um, metta and loving kindness, don't feel like you're doing it wrong. It's actually an exploration of the heart. So we'll do metta today, and you'll be exploring the heart's capacity for kindness and exploring where that kindness becomes conditional where it gets a little stuck perhaps and that's all part of the practice these qualities of heart are um, I'd say they're essential for our practice it's often said that Buddhism has two wings a wing of of wisdom and the wing of compassion and I think of all of these Brahma Viharas under the compassion wing the 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 caring wing wisdom has a certain clarity and precision to it and if it's not balanced with the heart qualities it can it can get um, dry and brittle and maybe too sharp so, we, so the wisdom really needs to be balanced with the compassion. And if there's, and if there's too much of the heart and not enough wisdom, then, then we get overwhelmed and um, too, we get too soft. <laughs> so they, they really support each other and uh, make a very um, strong heart, one that's able to touch life, be touched by life. So I think we can't. I I think we can't, we can't do our practice without it, without this kindness. In my early practice, um, I hated metta. This is my confession here. So if you don't like it, that's okay too. Um, whenever they would do metta sittings in the hall, I wouldn't come because I didn't like it at all. And um, but at one point, in my practice, I, I felt really stuck. I noticed a lot of suffering, but I felt really stuck, like it wasn't shifting so i went to my teacher who happened to be joseph i went to him and i said what should i do and he said do a meta retreat and i was like no please don't make me do meta i didn't want to do it but um but i followed his advice and it was uh truly transformative for my practice so it really uh it gave me the strength to to go more deeply into um suffering <laughs> but 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 for it to transform also, to, to shift. Now I like metta, I like it a lot. <laughs> so the first Brahma Vihara that we will uh, cultivate is metta. We'll do two weeks of metta. So it's we're going to go through all four. It'll be a little, um, it might seem a little quick, but uh, we want to make sure that you get all four in. So we'll do two weeks of metta, two weeks of compassion, a week of appreciative joy, and a week of um, equanimity. So most of you, I'm sure, have heard of metta and probably have done it because you've done other retreats before you came here, but I'll just review briefly. It's um, it's the kind heart, the friendly heart, basically. Um, and as we do the practice, what we um, our attempting is to develop this kind of unconditional kindness, a kindness um, under any circumstances and for anybody and everybody. Um, and what we'll come up against sometimes is conditional kindness. So I'll like you if you like me, or I'll like you if you do the dishes, or whatever it is, but some kind of um, conditionality or I'll like you if you quit being a jerk. So whatever it is, we we come up against it, and then we see how much we can stretch the heart to include everybody. So metta is um, encouraged, or the proximate cause of metta is seeing the goodness in ourselves or others. So we're going to bring, we're going to start by bringing metta around by focusing on goodness. Uh, just innate goodness, or, or we can also think of good qualities a person has. So what we'll start with is finding something that prompts this um, feeling of, of kindness in the heart. It might be... Uh, well, what I, I, a way I like to do it, and now let me back up a little bit. So we, you guys probably know we go through five categories. So the first category is um, ourselves, supposedly the easiest, but often not. Um, yeah, so we start really easy. We start with ourselves, then the person who's called the benefactor, which is the easy person, easiest, easiest person you can find. Then um, we go to the good friend, or family member, so somebody who's still easy but maybe a little more complicated. Um, And then we do a neutral person, a difficult person, and then all beings in different ways. It's really important to to lean towards the easy categories. There's sometimes a temptation to sit down and do metta and kind of choose your problematic relationship that you have, whoever it is, and work through the relationship by doing metta. But there's more power to this practice by going easy, just keep going easy and going deeper and deeper and deeper into the easy person to really strengthen that quality. And then, maybe for a few minutes, taking it to harder relationships and stretching. So I'm going to encourage you to go towards easy. The other thing that's helpful to understand about metta is it's not an affirmation. We're not trying to make somebody be a certain way. What the focus is, is on developing the open heart, the kind heart. So, traditionally in the West, we've done this through the phrases, may you be happy, or may I be happy and peaceful, may I be safe and protected. It's not like we're trying to make that happen. (laughs) What we're trying to do is um, touch the kindness of heart that would have these kinds of wishes for ourselves or for others. It's kind of an important distinction. Because the trying to make it happen um, leads into attached love. One of the masqueraders of metta, like attached love, like trying too hard (laughs) to make something happen, make things be the way you want them to be. The metta is unconditional. It um, connects with ourselves and others just the way we are. The other thing, one other, couple other things. One thing is um, just be happy when you have a taste of metta, when you have a taste of that kind heart. And don't worry about whether you can sustain it for um, a half hour. It's just like you might have it, it might kind of come forward a little bit, and then it'll fade, and then you find what what reminds you of it, and then it'll maybe come forward again. So just... Yeah, be easy. Don't worry about whether it's long and sustained, but just um, enjoy it when it comes. Yeah. So there's different ways to do these practices. One way is that you image somebody, yourself or somebody else, you have an image of them in front of you. And you use these phrases to prompt that feeling of kindness or compassion, whichever one you're doing. Another way is um, wordless. This way we don't hear about quite as much in the West, but it is the way that the Buddha and the sutras taught it. The phrase kind comes from the commentaries. And so the wordless is you find what prompts that feeling in the heart and you extend it wordlessly. And you can do either one, whichever one. I'm going to kind of guide you with both, and you can um, find which way works better for you. Some people really like the phrases, and it gives a kind of something to hang on to and to remind them, and other people find the phrases just make them think and get all confused, and they think about the phrases. And So um, find which one's better for you. I like us to practice metta um, for ourselves first quite a bit if we can and to really uh, feel it viscerally, like through the whole body. Like to really, I I sometimes say marinate in it. So I'm going to encourage you to really soak in it and let yourself um, become thoroughly acquainted with that feeling throughout your being. So it's not an intellectual thing, it's more like an emotional truth through the whole body, through the whole being. One way that I um, find doing metta for myself, I have found really helpful, um, is if you can think of a person or a being that you know of that really you know thinks very well of you or um, has done you some kindness, who's uncomplicated... Um first time I did this a lot I I used my 10th grade school counselor. <laughs> it doesn't have to be some a big person in your life. I only knew him for a year, but he thought I was great. Like I was I was kind of a nerdy <laughs> nerdy kid in a high school and uh um and that year my parents were getting divorced and they didn't pay any attention to me and it was a really hard year and he just thought I was great. <laughs> and so I can I can remember him and how he would look at me. And it's like that. Oh, okay, that kind of kindness and acceptance. And then I can feel in myself what that feels like. I can feel it in my heart. So that's what I mean. If you can find anybody like that, some people, their dogs are really good because <laughs> you know how dogs can look at you like you're the absolute best thing in the world. Nobody surpasses you (laughs) or um uh, little kids little kids can be great you know the ones that when you go over they run at you with their arms open because they're so happy to see you some of us have somebody like that in our lives um so so finding um yeah that that being that does that to your heart now, some of you I know are going to say, "I don't have anybody like that in our lives." It's my lives. It's it's common for people to say that in the West. It's or it's not uncommon. I used to feel that way, but um, once I started looking, I actually realized there were more than I thought. <laughs> so, so you, you don't quite believe the story that there's nobody, because <laughs> you wouldn't be here if there was nobody. You, really, you wouldn't be together enough to be at this place unless there were a number of people who did that for you. So they're there somewhere. You might have forgotten about them, but they're there. So that's, that's the way we're going to start. Um, if you don't like starting that way, you don't have to. <laughs> if you have somebody that you would prefer to send metta to rather than receive it from, you can do that. But I'll start guiding that way, and then I'll then I'll switch it, and we'll we'll give we'll, we'll extend it. First, we're going to be receiving it, and then we're going to be extending it. But you can do your own um, your own way if the way I'm doing it doesn't work for you. All right, let's sit for a while. So just taking a few moments to settle into the body. Perhaps even starting with some appreciation for the body, our bodies that work hard. Day after day, it's kind of amazing what they're able to do, to see and hear and taste and think and walk Reach. If you want, you can feel the heart center and even see if that reflection brings up any sense of kindness. Really seeing the goodness of your body. you can also, if you'd like, bring to mind somebody who wishes you well or has wished you well in the past, somebody who's seen the goodness within you, somebody who has appreciated you, supported you, believed in you. And you can see them in front of you if imaging works. If not, you can have a sense of them and feeling their kind regard for you. And then perhaps noticing how your being responds to that kindness coming your way. Can you let it in? Can you receive it? Perhaps the heart softens a little bit or how do you notice that you can keep going back to this person see their face perhaps their eyes or this being some people even use the Dalai Lama or the Buddha you can image doesn't have to be somebody you know personally but if you have a personal connection you can use that relaxing the body and receiving that kindness If you notice any warmth or response, you can enjoy it. That's how metta spreads, by enjoying it. You can even let it spread through the body if that works for you. can use some traditional phrases if you want, or if you have other phrases you use, you can say them for yourself or have the person or being say them towards you or wish them towards you. May I be happy and peaceful, safe and protected, strong and healthy. If the heart uh, slips off of the goodness, goes into some other Way down some other road you can just notice what it did see what you learned from that and then come back to the goodness however you can spark that either with the phrases or with this being radiating kindness towards you feel free to experiment to explore Can always start again, no matter how far you've gone down some other road. There'll be a moment when you wake up and you can come back to this intention to wish yourself well, to feel loving kindness metta. Even the intention is really wholesome, if that's, even if that's all that happens. Just intending to wish yourself well, to take in that kindness. you receive and let in the friendliness the kindness how does that affect your heart body mind when you do receive it can you soak in it even if it's a moment or two your own goodness. Let this being remind you of your own goodness. What triggers that sense of kindness or wishing yourself well? Coming back to that, either this being or person or the phrases for yourself, if that works better. May I be safe and protected Happy and peaceful, strong and healthy. May I take care of myself easily and joyfully while living in this world. notice any voices that are anything but the deepest kindness for yourself and thank them for sharing and come back for to whatever reminds you of your inherent worth and goodness your complete deserving of love kindness If you are enjoying and connecting with this receiving metta for yourself, you can continue with this. Or if you wish now, you can extend this same sense of kindness out towards either the same being who has wished you well or some other really easy being, somebody uncomplicated, perhaps an elder or a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, aunt, uncle, teacher. Often said that this first category, that um, finding somebody uncomplicated, so sometimes it isn't the closest people to us. Sometimes that's more complicated. But somebody that you feel that you can wish well unreservedly. It can again be a pet, cat, or dog, some other being. We bring this person, our being, to mind, and if you can, you can bring forth an image of them or a felt sense of them. Contemplate what's so great about them, appreciating them, their goodness. They're just, their inherent beauty. And then notice how the heart responds when you do that, when you contemplate their, their goodness, their beauty. And if there's some response of the heart, you can send that to them. You can extend that to them, kindness or warmth, or just well-wishing. Well it doesn't have to be dramatic. It can be quiet. If you lose it, you can look at their image of them again, the eyes perhaps, or the remembering their goodness and... Again, the heart responding to that, finding the doorway into a response of the heart. And if the phrases are helpful, you can use the phrases to prompt the kindness to remind yourself. May you be happy and peaceful. strong and healthy safe and protected you take care of yourself easily and joyfully while living in this world and in the same way if any reservations arise or The mind goes down other pathways. We just bring it back to whatever prompts that sense of kindness, well-wishing, friendliness, unconditional loving-kindness. If you want, you can continue with this easy being, or if you want, you can take a few minutes to include other beings, easy people, beings that you don't want to leave out. Take a couple minutes just to scan, invite them in, wish them well. Well, and our metta sitting today by appreciating each other, our community here. Taking a moment to appreciate the power and support that comes from practicing together and our collective sincerity and wish to develop heart and mind. From that space of appreciation, wishing each other well, extending the metta throughout this room. Dear fellow yogis, your Dharma friends, may you be strong and healthy. Safe and protected, happy and peaceful. May you take care of yourself with ease and joy while journeying through this life. And including the staff that uh, we met yesterday and the others here that are taking such good care of us, the cooks and the office people and the maintenance folks, administration, other teachers, support people, and all the other beings on this land that share this land with us, the seen and the unseen, the little bugs and ants and chipmunks and chickadees, birds, titmice, frogs, fox, deer, bear, moose, beavers, fish, devas. Wishing them all well, thanking them for letting us share their space, for being here too. And extending the metta out in all directions to all beings without limitation. How it works. May all beings be safe and protected. Happy and peaceful. Strong and healthy. May we all take care of ourselves with ease and with joy while living in this world. We have some time for questions. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.